hockey. Shipley and Maroldo talking hockey. Carry Price to the cop. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Best intro in the game despite you Woo! trying to ruin it and slander it. This is That's Hockey Talk. Welcome. Uh, that intro was done beautifully, of course, by our pal, the pals, our northern friend, at Bubba Gumpino. Gumpy, how you doing? Beautiful night for another Habs victory, my friend. Gumpy has become the biggest Montreal Canadiens <laughs> fan. And I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Joining us again, of course, as always, uh, over on the West Coast, our Super Bowl champion, our resident football and hockey expert, AQ Shipley. AQ, how you doing, buddy? Great, guys. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's get it rolling indeed. And I am your host, of course, Nick Moraldo. A uh, special episode because joining us here in a few minutes, we have the one and only Sports Rage himself on Twitter, at Sports Rage, Gabriel Morenci. And if you don't know who Gabe is, you will shortly, and you will love this man, I promise. Uh, he does a radio show on Sports Grid. Uh, he's very active and very vocal on Twitter. He's been doing it for 20 years. Former minor league goalie uh, from Montreal. Not just an abs fan, though, not just a homer. Uh, we'll, we'll chat with him shortly here in a little bit. Before we get to Gabe, though, I uh, just want to talk with you guys about NHL Draft Lottery was on Wednesday, uh, and it seems like things finally went the right way. We didn't see a, a, the changes that the league implemented seemed to work. We didn't get yeah. a huge jump from some team that didn't deserve, that finished in like 14th or 13th. We didn't see that. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, who had one of the worst seasons in – in recent memory, just not not even in terms of play on the ice, but just everything all over the organization, just a lot of stink on that org, and they get the first overall pick. Now, granted, it tends to be this year is the deeper draft year where there doesn't seem to be a consensus overall pick, but everyone thinks it's going to be the, the Owen Power kid out of Michigan uh, defenseman. So good news for Buffalo, I guess, in the sense that they finally win something. And the Taylor Hall effect is still – a thing you know this was his most recent team and here he is again the team that he plays for gets the lottery pick and the seattle kraken jump up to number two so they're going to get a really good player they were guaranteed to pick no worse than five i believe so uh welcome to the league seattle kraken they're officially in and can can start making moves now we get the expansion draft coming up that we'll we'll cover here shortly um guys you guys feel good about uh what happened in the lottery the the red wings still picking at six again they seem to get the short end of the stick every year but we feel good about buffalo we feel like justice was served yeah red wings tried to ruin hockey that's why we have the salary cap i mean no (laughs) one wants to talk about that but that's they get what they get i mean the red wings stink so they should yeah i mean i think uh that's the one thing i hate about lotteries because you get this you you, i think the worst team should always get the first pick i mean that's just obviously no bias that I play in a league where that's the way it operates, but, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. We understand the lotteries and we understand the, the nature of the lottery and that you can get this thing, but it, it does make you feel good whenever the worst team gets the first pick. I mean, that's, that's the way things should always work out. I feel, and that's the way it did. Yeah. And they recently had it as for, uh, 2018 when they pick Ross Mustaline first overall. So, uh, good on, good on Buffalo for, for making that happen. Let's get to it right now. We'll, we'll call our guests here. Joining us now, a legendary voice in sports media and the sports radio world. He's on Channel 204 Sirius XM. Uh, he's doing game time decisions with the Raging Redhead Cam. He's been doing he's been doing sports rage for 20 years. He was in a heavy metal band back in the day. Former minor league goalie. This man has done it all. He's seen a lot of things. He is an avid sports gambler and one of our favorites here. He's jumped on Hammer Down with us. He's done the Pat McAfee show. Now he's coming on. That's hockey talk, ladies and gentlemen. Gabriel Morenci, Gabe, how you doing? Hey, great to be with you guys. So this isn't uh, 
There's no Gino Retta here. This is real hockey talk. This is real hockey talk. <laughs> we, <laughs> this is old school. We're bull. What a pull. What a pull. It's the most Canadian pull of all time, Renzi. Yeah, you like that? You I like love that? it. Nice I love nice it. Guy. But yeah, this isn't. This show's not brought to you by Tim Horton. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is uh, this is very states friendly. We're pro America here, and we we do down talk the Canadians. So that's why we wanted to give you on and give you guys a fair chance. Because Gumpy doesn't always do the best job of representing Canada. Oh, come on. I'm fucking around. Look at this. Like, <laughs> I, you're all in. Hat, and I'm wearing a Team France. <laughs> oh, get out of here, dude. Ready for the Euro, plus 500, I'm telling you. Put a dime on that, you'll have 5K. Take your girlfriend on a nice vacation this summer after that. Uh, yeah, I figured I'd just go all out, right? Uh, I actually just bought this hat, and, and I just bought this stuff this morning. And I was walking the streets, like, looking for Winnipeg Jet fans to fight, like, in person after fighting them on Twitter uh, all day. God, these guys are dumbasses. <laughs> hey, let's get right into it, because the big talk this week was the Mark Shifley hit on Jake Evans, the subsequent suspension. He gets suspended for four games, which, uh, if you follow along with the pinwheel uh, that is the NHL Department of Player Safety, four games in the playoffs is the equivalent to eight games in the regular season. So, pretty hefty suspension for, for what they've been known to hand out. Out lately uh how do you feel about it how did you feel about the hit do you think the suspension was enough you are obviously a noted Habs fan but you're, you you've got some objectivity you know you know what's yeah, right no, and what's I wrong do. I do listen this is coming from someone that thinks that Todd Bertuzzi got a bad rap you think he meant to break that guy's neck no no he, he tapped him he pulled him down it was one in a million I actually think Marty McSorley and Brashear was a little overrated. He oh, tapped yeah. him on the head with a stick a bit. He didn't like <laughs> he didn't like whack him. He tapped him. He said, "Let's go." Right? So to me, you know what I mean? I'm old school. I was like a dirty ass goalie, man. Like I loved Billy Smith as a kid. New York Islanders. Like I used to actually practice in my backyard with my stick like jabbing trees like Carving them up. like calf. Like in the back, like I was like an Olympic fucking archer, man. I could slash you in the calf, man. Like cut you up. You wouldn't even see it coming. I was so good. Like I practiced that more than stopping pucks. I used to like box in the, in the with like the blocker on in my backyard. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I got to be ready, man. I got to be ready. So I'm all for tough hockey. That was a bush league garbage motherfucking move that he pulled. All right, he went 190 feet. If he wanted to play the puck, he would have dove for the puck, right? The, it was like. You know, it was like three and a half seconds, and I'm sick of people t- talking about it was a split-second decision. It was a fucking 4.5-second decision. He was barreling <laughs> in, and when he got to around the circle, he saw, all right, he scored, but he decided in the heat of the moment, I'm going to murder the dude. Yep. And he did, so good for you, Shifley. And now, oh, Shifley's family's getting harassed <laughs> online, and it's not right. Well, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be fucking concussing 25-year-old kids on their birthday, jackass. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Mark Shifley. Oh, he's, you know what? He said, I played 605 games in the NHL. I've never been, char- I've never been, uh, ever been accused of charging anyone before. Well, O.J. Simpson was never accused of murdering anyone before either, right? I don't give a shit. Oh, he's a nice guy. Prisons are full of nice guys who didn't need to do what they did. Fuck him. I hope they get swept. And you know what? I don't know what more to say besides the best. Only thing they could do is win on the ice, but I can't lie. I'm concerned about the actual game itself, though. (laughs) So a lot to unpack there, but I will say one thing I really agree with you on is Shifley, uh, he, he came flying from the other end. He came from the other goal line. 
and he realized he was not going to be able to stop Evans from scoring, and he made that decision. All right, I'm not going to be able to stop him. I'm going to smoke him. Like he, he didn't try to play the stuff. Right? Yeah, he could have said, "Oh, at the last second, you know what I mean?" That listen, it's like it's like running a pedestrian over. I'm sure it's crossed everyone's mind, but you don't do it, right? You think, "Yeah, you know what? I'd like to run this jackass over." Then you think, "Nah, it's probably not a good idea." Shifley just never got to that not a good idea uh, part. Yeah, and then there's the whole uh, community online that, that we're softening the game, we're making the game soft. Oh, I disagree. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there are specific acts that require specific uh, situate, like specific sentences and specific situations. Like we always and say, we always joke, situations are situational. This is one of them. Yeah, he, he gets, gets killed for that. He gets fucking ragdolled and fucking exactly, shoved God. into the ice. It, and the thing, exactly. the, the thing about it, he's complaining about four games. Paul Maurice, come out, apologize. Don't do what you did. Shifley, come out, say I shouldn't have done it. It would have been two fucking games, but you guys couldn't do it. You couldn't apologize. You said it was fine, and you got four games, so live with it. I think two was was the right call. I think two would have sufficed. Four is heavy, but if they're going to do this moving forward and they're going to stay consistent with it, I'm okay with four. But you just got to keep that same standard because we, we see Tom Wilson gets nothing. Then we see Revo in the Vegas situation gets two for his situation with, with Graves. So it's like it's, it's all over the place. It's like they just need to find some model consistency with it. I called for two as well. At the time, I said, you know what, even if it was one, but two, I think two, was, two would have been good. But I think you're right, Cup, and and – they weren't a you remember after the game Paul Maurice said yeah yeah I guess it depends on what flag you have on your car because people in Canada yeah. are nut jobs and all have like their, their flags on the car right so of the, of the team so and then he said yeah and you could tell Maurice was somewhat apologetic and boom next morning he was on oh, that was nothing dirty about it I don't know like they just changed their tack there was no regret no. about it and you know their their argument their argument is gone and the thing is too you're right there's a lot of people there's a lot of people out there oh it's soft you know, you're soft Berenci the game is soft in our day I bet you these fuckheads that are saying that in their day are 22 years old right <laughs> I bet you like in their day and I tell you what in your day I used to practice motherfucking outside in like 1974 motherfucker <laughs> you want to talk about old school hockey at six in the morning, I was a goalie sitting there freezing my ass off. You want old school? I played outdoors. All right? <laughs> I played outdoors. And I swear to God, I said it last night, man. All you motherfuckers out there, oh, it's soft. Keep your head up. They teach you that in Pee Wee. No, they don't. They don't teach you in Pee Wee that you're going to get your head knocked off three seconds after you put the puck in the net. They kick you out of Pee Wee. You never played in Pee Wee. Like they teach you that in Pee Wee. No, they don't. No, no, they don't teach you that in Pee Wee. I said the other day, I wish, man, we could expose people online, guys. Because I said, I'll give you guys fifty fucking thousand dollars if you can tell me the difference between what is a CCM Super Tack and what is a Bauer and what is a Sherwood. <laughs> you wouldn't know the fucking difference between that a toaster and a pop tart, right? And they're telling us about all oh, the way hockey should be. Ah, shut up. <laughs> oh, well said, Gabe. I mean, it, it was beautifully summed up there. Uh, Gabe, also with us is our co-host, AQ Shipley, Super Bowl champion. He's a man who played in the NFL for 10 years. He knows something about banging heads together. AQ, what, what were your thoughts on the whole situation? We, we didn't get a chance to get you to chime in here yet. Yeah, you know me. I mean, I'm I'm all about hits in hockey. I think there's a part of the game that just... The Tom Wilson illegal shit, this running guys down from 
like you said, I mean, four and a half second delay. I mean, you just can't have that. There's no place in the game for that. And, uh, you know, it, it, I would like to see more consistency, like you said. I think we've been preaching that all year long, regardless of what the situation is. I think the NHL, just the players want to see more consistency in how they call it, how they penalize it, how they suspend guys. I mean, whatever it is, I think that's the biggest issue that I think we're seeing across the board. They're like politicians, the NHL. It's a great point. They, they, they wait and see which way the wind blows. Are people really upset about this? Are they forgetting about this? And I, we always know this in the NHL where it's, it's whacked out. It's, it's the result, not the, uh, the yep. attempt. So, like, if you go on the it's street. It's always optics, right? Yeah. If you go on the street and you shoot at somebody, you pull out a gun and you shoot at them, and you miss them, in Gary Bettman's world, that's fine because you didn't hit him. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you tried to kill him, but you did it. So it's okay. Right? But if you if you glazed them, you might get 17 games. If you glazed them, you might get two, depending on who you are, what market is. You're right. There's no consistency whatsoever at all. And there never has been. It's, this isn't new. There never has been consistency with the NHL and their discipline. Gabe, there's two more things before we get to the other series I want to pick your brain on that are like the, the trending stories right now going through the league. Uh, Mitch Marner is on the hot seat in Toronto because he hasn't produced in 18 playoff games. He's got no goals. Uh, and they all, you know, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, that group of forwards, they bow out again in the first round. High-ticket players who make a lot of money, and some of them aren't producing. Now Marner's come in the hot seat. Is he going to get moved? Do we think Toronto makes a move for him? Uh, it, it, it's like a bubble up there. You're a Montreal fan. You know what it's like. Is it the pressure getting to him? What's going on with Mitch Marner? Yeah, I can't resist this one, that uh, Cole Caulfield actually won a playoff series before Marner and Austin Matthews did <laughs> after being in the league for like a week. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. And how about that? Uh, J.J. Watts on the Canadians bandwagon right now. Um, Hard not I know to people, and people tuning in like out there, if you realize J.J. Watt punching just like J.J. Watt hockey, like elite prospects comes up and he's shit. Stuck. Like a little J.J. Watt when he's a kid, you know, Wisconsin traveling team, prep teams, you know what I mean? Kid played elite hockey. Like J.J. Watt played hockey. Does it like, because I saw what he's following the Badgers because the guy played for the Badgers. Really? He's that hardcore. It was like, no, no, J.J. Watt was like a good guy. I knew he played, but I didn't realize like he was he was good, good. Now, as far as Marner is concerned in the Leafs, you know, it's, it's interesting because Marner's father is one of these hockey dads. Like, Marner's father is like in, in message boards and chat rooms and oh, stuff boy. on Reddit ripping the coaching staff. Oh, my no. son, you know, Nylander's no. a pussy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I could tell you stories about this. Like, he throws the fucking team under the bus all the time, the father, right? Every other, everyone sucks. My son doesn't play it. If you guys don't know the story behind the scenes, it's the coaches. So Marner's got one of these hockey dads that's like meddlesome, and the kid doesn't produce, right? He's a good player. You know, the pressure, you know, I don't know the pressure in Toronto. It's the, the pressure in Toronto is not like the pressure of Montreal. It's not like the pressure of playing for Alabama. There's bigger pressure playing for the Alabama Crimson Tide than the Leafs. They kiss your ass. It's not pressure. They kiss your ass. So, yeah, there's a lot of people around, but they're not, like, punching you. They're not ripping you. It's not like New York. You know what I mean? It's not hostile. They're treated too nicely. Like, the Toronto Maple Leaf players, win or lose, are going to get laid after the game. <laughs> I just, you know, I'll cut to the chase here, right? Yeah. Like, win or lose, they get treated, like, better than Stanley Cup champions do. 
You know, I bet you there's guys on the ducks that can't get a free fucking round of golf, right? Hey, I'm a Stanley <laughs> Cup champion. Good for you, jackass. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to make believe. Hey, 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 hey. So they're treated too nicely. I think you got to shake this thing up. It's not working with this core. And you look at Buffalo, guys, it just seems to be a natural fit, doesn't yeah. it? Hey, Martyr, you think you're all that. You want to be, you want to put up 100 points. You think you put up 100 points and everyone's in your way? Go to Buffalo and do it. And I think, Eichel, you got a chip on your shoulder. I don't even know if you're as good as you think you are, but let's find out. We're going to put you on a good team right now. Seems like it's a good fit, doesn't it, guys? Eichel, I don't hate Hunter. it. It's hard to trade these type of big talents. You can actually, it's almost an equal deal. You got to throw some things in, obviously. I think Eichel's worth a little bit more than Marner is right now, but I don't think that's crazy talk right there. I don't think it is either. At first you said it, I was like, oh, that's that's intriguing. Because I was thinking Seth Jones, because there's a guy with one year left. He has to sign a new uh, deal. Yeah, Already yeah. said he's not coming back to Columbus. He wants to test out the free agency waters. And Toronto, defense wasn't necessarily their problem, but that's a good shakeup you could make to to kind of rearrange that room and get a little bit of different voice and, and viewpoint in there and some stability. Thing. Yeah, more than a hockey thing with this room, actually, almost. Yeah, we saw the but Penguins I mean, do it years ago when they got rid of James Neal, brought in Patrick Hornquist and the attitude of the team shifted. They kind of followed Hornquist's lead, playing that more tougher hockey, going to the net and shit like that. They tried. They tried. Look, ironically enough, man, Jason Spezza was their best player. Yeah, he was unbelievable. <laughs> and look at now, Eric Stahl, right? Like, you hit these old dudes, man. Perry, uh, Corey, Corey Perry. Perry. Every yeah. fucking year, man, Corey Perry's yeah. team goes oh. on a run. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. He was so good for the Stars last year. He's doing the same for the Habs this year. Uh, uh, you're damn right. One more thing I want to get your thoughts on here. Gretzky is now hired by Turner to be a studio analyst in the States. I think it's like a five-year TV deal for three million bucks a year. Gretzky, uh, not not one to hide from the limelight, but he's never been in this role before. He's never really been given his opinion all, all the time on TV. He said Charles Barkley helped talk him into the role, I assume because Charles works for Turner and they do the NBA show on Turner that has a lot of success. We've talked about it before. The NHL needs like a superstar player to be a voice because they tend to hire the goons and the Ham and Eggers to be the voices on TV. I like them going this approach. I don't know if Gretzky is going to be the guy, though, because he's not necessarily the most interesting or exciting, even though he was arguably the best player of all time my two questions for this is number one did they actually like do it like a pilot a no demo they, like, uh, they did not you know I mean? and number two hey wayne do you realize you're supposed you're gonna have to have an opinion on something right now <laughs> like this is listen my uncle played with wayne gretzky it's one of the coolest things it's a tragic story almost in a sense because I'm a fucking idiot. But my uncle is Kurt Brackenberry. So he was on the Quebec Nordiques and the WHA and stuff. And they get they go into the NHL. He gets traded to the Edmonton Oilers. Who's a kid on the Oilers? Wayne Gretzky. All right. It was That's like Wayne wild. Gretzky's rookie year. So I'm a little goalie and stuff like that. And I actually go down to the Oilers Canadians practice at the Montreal Forum. Go on the ice, practice with them and stuff. Oh, no shit. All right. They're drilling shots at my head. My grandfather's a former player, and they're they're trying to take my head off as a kid. That's why I like people talk tough, right? I was literally like 11 years old, getting pucks from NHLers drilled at my head, and my grandfather, he's just a kid, asshole. Hey, he's just a kid. And all the Oilers are loving it. You know what's crazy, too? It's a weird thing. I would never forget this. I'm standing in the dressing room after, and Mark Messier comes up to me wearing just a towel, and he goes, hey, kid, I got drugs in my pocket. I don't know what to do with them. 
the hell is that supposed to mean? Who tells that? I never realized it was a popular song at the time, right? Uh, the song, I got drugs in my pocket. I don't know what to do. But he, he actually, I remember, like, it's a memory you'll never forget. Mark Messier in a towel. He goes, hey, kid, I got drugs in my pocket. I don't know what to do. He's in a towel. I'm thinking, wow, life in the NHL is wild, man. I'm a little kid, like, all wide eyed. This is great, right? Fuck it. So my uncle tells me after, there's a diner across the street from the Montreal Forum. Famous. All the rock stars, David Lee Roth, Van like everyone used to go there, right? So he tells me, all right, kid, after practice, go to the diner. He goes, I'm going to come over. And he goes, uh, I'm going to bring a friend of mine, all right? I'm just a kid. I don't know. I'm sitting in a diner. He comes in with Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier. Oh, shit. Yeah, I had breakfast with Wayne Gretzky, all right? So I, I was like, Mr. Gretzky, you're trailing Marcel Dion by two points. And he goes, kid, I don't follow that stuff. Like, he goes, you know? And he was the nicest guy ever. Wayne Gretzky gives me a stick. Nice old fucking Titan stick, right? Oh, yeah. Gives me the Titan, signs it. You know what I did with it? <laughs> I went to the park. And I played outdoor shitty hockey with it. <laughs> I broke it. And I threw it in a fucking snowbank. <laughs> Gabe, what are you doing? Thought I would get another one. <laughs> that, that taught me a lesson in loss to be a gambler. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, oh, I lost the game. Don't worry. I fucking smashed the Wayne Gretzky stick once. It's worth like $15,000 now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, AQ, how do you feel about the great one jumping into the studio? I just have never thought of him as like the ideal personality. Yeah. So I don't know where this is going to go. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's obviously going to be in an uncomfortable position. I feel like he's never had to be that big personality. He never was that big personality. He's always kind of soft spoken. It's just going to be. I don't know. I don't know if they're just going to use him to. Yeah. 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 I'm Canadian. Right? Let's just be real. You know what I mean? Jr. Yeah. You got to get these these guys with opinions and you want to get on there, but all these guys eventually say something offensive, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they know Wayne won't say anything offensive. He's such an ambassador. I totally get it. We called it. You know, we got Coach Barry Melrose on our show. And, um, you know, we were busting his balls a little bit. Like, Coach, is your former guy going to take your job? Like, we were like, oh, yeah, you know ESPN or someone's going to offer him a ton of money here, right? Oh, yeah. ESPN but, tried. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and as you say, he's buddies with Chuck. Maybe he'll surprise us all, but... I don't I see don't it, man. He like, was terrible. He was, he was terrible. He was terrible as a coach. Like I don't know if it came out, but Shane Doan said that he was the worst coach he ever had. Like his whole life, like not just the NHL. Like his, his whole, whole life, life. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky was the worst coach he ever. So I mean, he's not. It's gonna be a tough sell, man. It really is. Just I know he was the greatest, whatever. But I. You want to send a message though that they don't care about. I don't want to say this about the great one, but they don't care about the, the quality of their yeah. show almost, right? Yeah. Or like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, you signed the biggest name out there. I, Good for you. I, Doesn't mean that he's going to give you, like, you like look at like look at your TNT NBA show. You guys win Emmys. Yeah. You guys talk about real-life shit after basketball games and people love it, right? And now what? You're, you're going to go from that, like, real cutting-edge stuff to – to Wayne, Wayne the, the only the only oh, way God. I can see it, Gabe, is if it's them trying to sell the game to people that don't know hockey that well, yes, and they're yes, going, the "We got yeah. Wayne." Like us who know hockey, know what Wayne is like. People who don't might not, so it might work for that part. Of I think it. it depends who they surround him with, too, right? Because if you just yeah. throw like 
uh, just uh, uh, you put Keith Jones in there again. Like, I don't think that's going to work. I think you need a little bit more than, and I'm not dogging Keith Jones by any means. Uh, I actually like his analysis, but like, I think you're going to need a little bit more than than Keith. I think you're going to need uh, some some other superstar players. Kiprios, dude, I like I love Nick Kiprios. Oh, Kiprios dude. great. I love Kip- Kiprios. Nick Kiprios is really good. I, I'm a big fan of. Uh, you know, actually. I don't know if you guys have got an opportunity to see him, but yeah, we saw him all banged up at 2 p.m. at some pub oh. in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, we did. I was gonna say Kevin Bieksa, yeah, doing a great yeah. job. That, like yeah. this guy, star in the making. If I'm ESPN, I don't know how. Like, I don't know how he isn't already hired. To be honest. Yeah, that's it, it, that's what we miss but, out on and, here in the states. And if you didn't, he's got the looks. You wouldn't. He's he's edgy. Yeah, he's young. He, you know what I mean? He looks like someone that could be on. You know what I mean? He's he's got the, you know, and he's not afraid to give you his opinion. He was he was a tough guy when he played. You can respect his opinion. He's doing a great job. And you guys know, Cup. Uh, you guys know, like in Canada, you talk about like Heath Jones and stuff. And you know, poor Craig Button fucking said that the Leafs are going to sweep the Habs. You know, people are throwing eggs at his house because <laughs> they're so used to like looking like Bob McKenzie, right? Cup like yep. a legend, Bob McKenzie. Yeah, guy knows everything about everything. He can tell you the real deal about everything going behind the scenes. You get him on the air. Well, if this team plays well and their power play scores, they'll do well. But if the other team shows up and the other thing, well, it's going to be a great game. Chuck, back to you. It's like you didn't fucking tell me anything. <laughs> yeah. Like he used to drive me crazy. John Madden. Like Red Sir in Montreal was an old journalist. May rest in peace. He covered the team for like fucking 50, 60 years. And they were like, man, Red knows everything about everything. He knows like what the owner's having for dinner. I'm like, well, he never fucking writes it in his columns. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like the hockey, you guys know it. In the, we all know this in the hockey stuff. In any other sport, if uh, if an athlete is like living a crazy life and doing stupid stuff and banging a 15-year-old like babysitter, they bust them for it. The NHL, it's the old sweep it. Like, oh, yeah. Every NHL media guy knows so many bad things about people in the NHL, but they're good old boys because they wear suits. It's the Don Cherry. Look at him. Got the gel in the hair. You got the suit. He's a good guy. Right? They're not all good guys. <laughs> no. How can you be? Yeah, well, uh, look at look at what just happened with fucking Ron McLean, dude. Oh, yeah. That did no, not, nobody, what happened there? Like, nobody talked about that at all? Ron, that's the thing. Ron's been doing this for years. That my deal with Ron McLean is he threw Don Cherry under the rug. He uh, buried him. He's he's everything, right? Yeah. When when Ron McLean's on the Olympics and he's you know he's Mister Social and it's all great and you know, everything's great, but then when he's somewhere else, oh he's got the, the you know the dark edge hockey humor, right? But he never owns it. Oh, it wasn't me. It was oh yeah, like you said, he threw Don. And I tell you what. Some of his comments have been like a little edgier than Don's. Terrible. Don's you people. He was bitching about people wearing a poppy, right? And you know, Don Don was let's be real. They did Don a favor though. Before Don yeah. did something really bad. Because you know? yeah. he was <laughs> he, he was gonna say something, right? <laughs> you people wasn't that bad. Like he didn't mean it. It wasn't like racial or anything. He just meant all you people suck, you pinko commies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, I know you got to run soon, so I want to get through these other series with you real quick and just get your thoughts on what's going on. Carolina and Tampa Bay, uh, we thought Tampa Bay was just going to sweep them, run away with it maybe. Now Carolina's climbed back in. Do they have a shot to win this? Yeah, I think they do. I think they do. Our boy Cam's been on Carolina every uh, every damn game in the playoffs. And, uh, man, he was heartbroken after the first two. I'm kind of kicking myself. I should have known. I didn't go big on Tampa in game three, but should have been known that you know Carolina was going to throw the sink at them. I still think Tampa's going to get through uh, this series. 
Boston, I do believe, will grind their way through, man. And every game is probably going to go to overtime. Yeah. Right? And we, when we were on Pat's show yesterday. We talked. I like the Bruins. Right? Oh, the crowd in Nassau is going to be crazy. Wow, they were crazy watching their team lose. <laughs> did, so, oh, did you see what Tuka Rass said? No, no. He said uh, he said it was loud, but I don't think it was anything louder than back home. I didn't have any issues hearing anything. <laughs> so there you go. He's like, suck it, New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and I even like the Bruins. I'm wearing a Habs hat here, yeah. right, guys? But I do think Boston's going to win that series. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Like, they're never going to run away with it. All these games going to be ugly. I don't know if it goes seven. I'll say Boston and six with a bunch of one-goal overtime type of games. I do think Tampa will get by. And Tampa and Boston is going to be a hell of a series. But I'm going to go with Tampa to get to the Cup. And I really don't want to be that guy to just give this to Colorado. So yeah. you know what? Well, why not? I got nothing to lose. Montreal beats the Jets. And then we're going to knock off the motherfucking former <laughs> Let's fucking and then go! We're in the cup. Yeah. <laughs> They gave us all that. They they were worried. They needed him to be fresh. They thought it was a good spot. I could sort of live with that if the season didn't start with Mark Andre Fleury's agent fucking posting a gif of like a sword through his back, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. The board. I, it's almost got that like uh, Rob Johnson, Doug Flutie thing to it. Yeah. Like the better Mark Andre Fleury plays, the more they want Leonard to play. I don't that, get guys, it. This happened last year too. They've been. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know. We got two goalies. No, you got one guy that's the face of your fucking franchise. All right? If you don't like him, then let him go. But it, this isn't new. That's why. I would say, all right, coaching decision, it is what it is. It was a bad coaching decision. You notice the Canadians didn't start uh, Jake Allen in game one no. right? <laughs> against the Jets. But if you notice, DeBoer seems to like Leonard a lot, and he seems to be trying to do this. This isn't new. It's not the first time they fucked with him. Yeah, that's what I, I hate about, too, because we're, we're Penguins fans. AQ and I are from Pittsburgh. We're Penguins oh. fans. And people compare it to what Flurry went through in Pittsburgh, and they say it's unfair. Like, listen, Flurry got outplayed in, in Pittsburgh. Matt oh, Murray took his job. In Vegas. He wasn't the same goalie at the end of Pittsburgh. You're right. No, he, he, got a, he got a fresh start in Vegas. He turned his career around, and he, he has outplayed Leonard. And Leonard's a good goalie. He's no slouch. Like, he can play, too. But this season, Flurry was the guy. He's a Vezina finalist. He carried them. He As good of a team as he had in front of him, he carried them. And to, I think we all know when you're in the playoffs and you got a hot goalie, even if he's not playing his absolute best, but you're still winning, you don't change. I didn't, I didn't see it. I, I didn't, I didn't care for the the rest ideology it was like i mean you, you gotta ride the guy mark andre Fleury, his entire career has been he's had people up his ass his entire career guys and it all started in the world junior Championships. oh yeah yeah you know what i mean he was the goalie of team canada that turnover in, in the old days canada used to actually win all the time now they don't but they used they used to they'd be fucking pissed if they didn't and exactly he pulled like a uh oh god he pulled a jerry yep Said bring up the penguin. Sorry, but yeah. similar situation. Sorry. Yeah, yeah fuck him. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was similar type of thing. I'm fucking having it was heart like an overtime, <laughs> game type shit too, like championship. Puck bounced in the zone. 
He tried to clear it. He shot it into his own defenseman, and it bounced off into the net. And ever since then, oh, fucking Marc-Andre Fleury. And you know, he didn't get credit in Pittsburgh. And then they would blame him after when they didn't win. Yeah. He was he, his whole career. He's never really been fully respected until he's been in Vegas. Actually, yep. I think fully. It, it got it gained a lot of new perspective for a lot of new people, including myself, on him because it's like you almost you don't know what you have till it's gone. But I still bang the drum that any GM in the league would have made the same decision when you have a younger two-time Cup winner Matt Murray who's going to be less expensive. We all didn't know what Murray would forget how to use his glove hand, but that's another story. But Gabe, I know you got to run and do your show. Thank you so much for joining us, brother. Really appreciate it. Got to have you back on here sometime. Talk some more puck with us. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you guys on uh, next week as these uh, series go on. Uh, shout out from Cam. Always a pleasure, uh, guys. Let's do this thing. Shout out, Gabe. Thanks, Gabe. Follow along with on, on Twitter at Sports Rage and check them out on Sports Grid Radio, uh, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. Appreciate you, Gabe. Love you guys. Thanks, bro. Cheers, buddy. That was a blast. Hope you enjoyed that shot of espresso, that shot of electricity <laughs> in your veins. That was Gabe Morency, Gabe's legend in Canada. AQ, that was your first time experiencing Gabe. What'd you think, man? I'm pretty sure we're best friends now. I mean, that was <laughs> unbelievable. He just, I mean, I'm sitting there. I was like, I was like sitting there, like feeling like I wanted to run through a wall when this guy's talking. I'm like, I was this guy was my coach somewhere. I mean, it was unbelievable. Dude, he's got the juice, man. He starts a show every night at fucking midnight. Like he's fucking insane. He's all go all the time. I love it. Uh, we'll wrap it up here real quick, though. Uh, agree, disagree with anything Gabe said with these series? I know, Aq, you're you're still pulling hard for the Lightning. That's still your team. Do you think? Uh, are you worried about that overtime he's, he's, loss now? No. No, not one bit. He said he said Carolina has a chance. They have no fucking chance. Right? <laughs> they got no chance. They get lucky. Ajo throws some fucking wish at the goal, and Jordan Stahl, his luck continues because he's he's playing a hell of a fucking he's, playoff. He's unbelievable now. It's like this guy. This guy hasn't had anything going since he left Pittsburgh. And now all of a sudden, nine years into his fifty-year deal, he's back. That was Jordan a that, that was a dog shit penalty call too, man. I We've seen a couple of those lately. That call, man, that was so bad. The Vegas, Colorado one, yep. and then uh, there was one the other night. It wasn't in overtime. It was right before overtime, I think, or maybe it wasn't overtime. I can't remember. In Boston, in the Islanders, Sean Corrali got called for a cross check, and I think it was because uh, Pellick right next to him got tripped. They didn't call that, and then Corrali fully extended, hit uh, Palmieri into the boards, and I think they were like, ah, shit. There's two back to back. We got to call one of them. Uh, the officiating hasn't been great, but I still think it's been better than in years past in the playoffs. I mean, you're always – it's playoffs. You're always going to bitch about officiating, always. But we talked about with Marenzi at the beginning there with the suspensions and whatnot. A little more consistency is what we like to see. Just either if you're not going to call it in the first, don't call it in the third, vice versa, everything like that. Uh, Vegas and Colorado, AQ, we still feeling the same way as with your picks initially, or have you, have you waffled sweep. it all there? It's over. It's a wrap. Sweep, sweep, sweep. 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 It's uh, it's, it's, I think it's gotta be Vegas has to win tonight. I yeah. mean, if you, if they're gonna win a game, it'll be like the Hurricanes last night. Tonight will be the one Vegas gets. Boy, it's uh, it, it's brutal. It's brutal to watch what Colorado's doing. It's a, but I respect the hell out of it. Like McKinnon looks it's like he he started out it was like last year i think he had that unbelievable run comes in this year and he's still playing great but it's somewhat under the radar despite how good the team is doing no one's really talking about him and then the playoffs here and he's just like fuck it i'm turning it up to 12 and he it's like he's scoring a goal every night he's chopping up the ice he's fun to watch he's flying and he's a big boy too he's not getting pushed around like like everyone else we've seen because we worried like you lose Ovechkin, you lose Crosby, you lose McDavid and Dreisaitl, then you lose the Leafs. That's a lot of star power 
say what you want about the Leafs, but it is. It's a lot of star power and a lot of eyeballs off of the game. But right now, like a lot of people may not know, casual fans may not know who Nathan McKinnon is. At this point, right now, with the way things are going, he's appointment viewing. You got to watch these Montreal or these uh, Colorado and Vegas series. You just have to. If you don't know who Nathan McKinnon is at this point, shame on you and start watching him more because <laughs> your eyes will not leave him. Like whenever I first started watching him, I'm like, this guy. I don't know who this guy is yet, but he's skating at a different level than everybody else. Everybody, has. and that's yeah. and that's saying nothing of what Rantanen. Just still putting up points in the playoffs, and Landeskog being like the consummate leader out there, and then the depth's tremendous. So we can't say enough good things about the Avalanche right now. Uh, I, I still think Carolina's going to scrap it out a little bit. I don't think they're they're dead and buried yet. They they get the overtime win, and uh, I did say Canes in seven. Uh, I don't regret it yet because it's only two one. Now it's going to be very hard to get another game in Tampa. It's going to be very hard, but. <laughs> In the Isles, the Isles have done what I said they were going to do, too. I think you guys said uh, Bruins were just going to take uh, – it was going to be a cakewalk, Bruins in five, Bruins in six. I think you guys said – I think the Isles were going to stretch it out. I think they were going to make it a series, and so far they've done so that. The big, the, the big question there is what is, what is uh, Trotz going to do with the goalie situation? Boy, I don't know because I was – You I could was, go either way. I mean, it's like, you know, however you say his name, Sorokin. Yeah. You know, he was on fire there for a little bit, and then – Everybody kind of fell out of grace with him. And then this guy was the only one that kept him in the game, I felt like, there for a little bit. He played pretty well. Vorlamov had a great regular season, too. He just struggled a little bit against the Penguins because he was coming back from an injury. Now he's healthy, comes in. Boy, he's letting some softies. And the overtime one from Marshawn, though. Marshan, sorry. That was about as perfect a shot as you can make. Like, that couldn't have been anywhere else for it to go. It had to be right where it was for it to go in. And I don't even know if he meant to to put it right there. I think he was just throwing a puck on that. But he did, and it beat him. And Varley's glove hand has been a little yeah. a little jarry-ish, a little Matt Murray-ish yeah. lately. So something to watch out for. We'll keep an eye on that, who the Owls go with. Uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed Marenzi. I know we did. That was that was a, that was a big thing for us. We enjoyed that. Uh, follow along with us on Twitter at That's Hockey Talk. Follow uh, at Bubba Gumpino, at AQ Shipley. Uh, shout out to Jay and Bill for sticking around for helping us record this late on a Friday afternoon. And Mitt, I think he's back there somewhere too. Appreciate you boys. Uh, follow along with us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash That's Hockey Talk. We appreciate it. Every view counts. So bang that subscribe, bu- subscribe button. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. And that's Hockey Talk. Cheers, boys.